Hey, so thanks so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about condemnation. And we certainly need Jesus to help us with this. And so let's acknowledge his presence. We thank you, Jesus, that you did all you did for us so that we could be set free. And we're just asking you to teach us that today. We're asking you to just take over. I'm asking you to just take over because you have the wisdom and the revelation knowledge. You're the one who can heal, and you're the one who knows everything. And I'm just your vessel. I'm just your, your mouth right now speaking your words. I just ask you to take over in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, um, we really, we, we don't know anything without Jesus, and um, especially the subject we're talking about today. It doesn't just happen. The revelation doesn't just come, but we have to go to Jesus and trust him. And really, that's how you get set free. And what I'm talking about is we we tend to um, become clingy to things. We have addictions. And Jesus wants to set us free. Romans 8, it says, There is now no condemnation, no adjudged guilty of wrong." For those who are in Christ Jesus, who live and walk after the dictates of the flesh, and um, not after the dictates of the flesh, but after the dictates of the Spirit. And so, of course, you know, we want to obey God, but really the thing is that's holding us back is we feel guilty. And if we feel guilty, then we don't really have the understanding of what he did for us. And then in that case, because we feel guilty, we hurt ourselves or we cling to other things um, to feel better. And, and we, we end up having addictions. And um, Satan uses those things to keep us from God because if we have addictions, if we have a God before God, we're certainly not walking after the Spirit. We're not letting the spirit be in control. And so the first thing you have to do is to decide that you're going to let your spirit, let the spirit of God control you. And I just want to say before I say anything else, when you let God control you, you're only going to have good in your life. And Satan likes to tell it the lie that God is trying to take things from you. And he is trying to take things from you, but he's trying to take bad things from you. He's trying to set you free and give you that life, that abundant life. And so, yeah, when you come before him and, you know, we were talking about that sharp knife and he divides, he's dividing the good from the bad. He's dividing the, the prison from, he's dividing between being in prison and being set free. He's trying to get all the dead out of your life and so the first thing you need to do is ask him to come live on the inside of you and then trust him that he's going to fix everything that's wrong in your life and his power and i'm speaking from experience his power will come in and overtake all those things that are keeping you in prison and sad and miserable and so there's no condemnation you don't have to feel guilty you have to understand that 
that Jesus took that guilt for you. He made you right with the Father. And when you let him, he'll heal you. But the enemy, he tries to make you feel guilty. He tries to make you feel like you just don't measure up. And we don't measure up without Jesus. But it's okay. It's okay where you're at right now and today. It's okay where you're at. Whatever you did, all you have to do is ask him to forgive you and he will. But you know, you know what happens is so much of the time is we try to fix things ourselves, And when we can't fix them, we end up feeling more and more guilty. Like we can really do something about it and we really can't. You know, it, it's for us, it's just like trying to put a band-aid on something. And God gets to the root of the problem. So um, say, for example, you have this thing for food. And you go to it, and it makes you feel better. And you know you shouldn't be doing it. And then when you fail, you beat yourself even up. You, feel, you, you beat yourself up even more than you did before. And then you start eating more. And then you start having health problems. And that's the road the enemy is taking you on. But God wants to come in and fix that for you. And the only way he can do that is if you trust him. And you don't have to be guilty, feel guilty because you can't do it yourself because you just can't do it yourself. I used to have a thing for food and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't. And, you know, God just started setting me free with wisdom. Like one thing he said to me is he said, why are you hurting yourself? Because I would eat and eat and eat to try to feel better. And I just got a stomach ache and I didn't feel good. And I just couldn't eat enough to feel better, but I didn't have room for all the things that I wanted to eat to feel better. And you know, the other thing God taught me is that once you start feeding your flesh something, it just wants more and more and more. Whether it's food or alcohol or cigarettes or drugs or shopping Whatever it is, you're just going to keep wanting more because you're clinging to that thing to feel better or to feel good about yourself. And um, if you don't have those things, you're afraid that you're not going to measure up. Um, like maybe, you know, you think that if you have all this nice stuff and you have all the right clothes and this is perfect and that's perfect, you measure up. And without that, you think you're going to be less than. And so if God starts asking you to give some things up, it's not that he wants you to feel less than. He wants you to know that you're valuable without it. That's what he wants you to know. And so sometimes he will ask you to put things aside, to get rid of things. There was a time where he asked me to get rid of all my clothes because I thought my clothes were going to make me feel better. I was feeling bad about myself and um, I was trying to get the clothes to make me feel better and it didn't work because then you just want more and more and more and then um, it just never happens. So whatever it is you're using, um, he's going to ask you to get rid of it so that you can see the value that he sees in you. So then all of a sudden you can know, hey, I'm good enough. I measure up. I'm forgiven. and I don't have to feel condemned. You know, the enemy will use anything he can to try to make you feel guilty. The very thing that, you know, God may be asking you to put aside, he's going to try to get you to do it. And your flesh is going to cooperate with him because your flesh always wants its way. But we're not supposed to let our flesh control us. 
we're supposed to tell our flesh, no, I'm following Jesus. Because your flesh is just going to take you down. And Jesus, he's going to raise you up. He's going to set you free. He's going to tell you that truth. He's going to whisper that truth in your ear that is going to set you free. And all the things the enemy is trying to put on you to make you feel guilty of, he's going to release you. Because you're going to know the truth that he already bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He made you right with the Father. He bore your sin for you. So you don't have to feel guilty. Not that you're going to purposefully sin. But um, when you screw up, when you make a mistake, when you mess up, you're forgiven. You're just forgiven. He forgives you. And then you change your way. And you know, I want to tell you the power. Um, when he tells you, and he taught me this, he, he started asking me to fast. And that really helped me to be set free. And so I would have this chip cabinet that I would go to to feel better. You know, just chips, cookies, junk, junk food. And um, I would start to go there and I would hear him say no. And then I would feel that power rise up inside of me to not do it. Other times I just resisted that power. I resisted what he said and I just ate. But when he started teaching me what I needed to know to, to go along with his strength, his strength and my weakness, he started teaching me what was happening, that I was going to food to feel better and that food is never going to make me feel better, then I was able to let it go. All the food did is make me feel bad and make me fat and sick and um, it just caused a lot of problems. Too much, of, too much food, especially the wrong food, is only going to take you down. And the enemy knows that, you know, God has a plan for your life and it's a good plan and he wants to set you free and he wants you to be a part of his plan and be a witness for him and be healthy and have happiness, peace, joy, and be content in whatever state you're in. Because um, when you are, then you're set free. When you don't have to have something, if you do have to have something, you're in bondage and that that's your God. If you don't have to have something, then you can see that Jesus has done something in you, and you're going to get to that place. Um, I remember, I just feel God prompting me to tell you this. And I remember he was asking me not to do something, and I, oh, I just want to do it. I just want to do it. And then he said, you know, you're really being self-willed. And I can't, you know, it was kind of like a slap in the face that I needed. And I'm like, wow, yeah, I am. And I don't want to be self-willed. I don't want to be my own God. I don't want to make my own rules, and neither do you. Because there's no future in that for us. We're just following the enemy, and he makes it all seem good. You know, he wants you to have your flesh have its way. He makes it all seem good, but um, he's just pulling the rug out from under you. And so God may ask you to go without the things that are making you feel, that you think are making you feel good, and that you think are your answer is your answer because he wants you to know that he's your source. He's your God. And so there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. You don't have to feel bad about your present state. You don't have to feel guilty. And you need to know that and you need to let him show you that 
and set you free from that because when you don't feel guilty, you're going to stop hurting yourself. You're going to stop um, going to something else and um, you're going to stop failing at going to something else because you're just going to receive his power to rise up on the inside of you. And he does that. He does that. You know, the enemy just wants to put this big black cloud on you and make you feel awful about yourself, make you feel miserable. And that's that condemnation. And you take it because you agree with him. Yeah, you did this, you did that. You're bad at this, you failed at this. Um, or on the other hand, you need this and you need that and that's going to make it all better. And um, if you do everything perfectly and then when you fail, you start beating yourself up. You're letting him beat you up. And your flesh, it can't do anything. It can't do anything on its own. We need to be led by the Spirit. And when you're led by the Spirit, when you go to God and say, okay, I am a must. I have this addiction, I have that addiction, and I'm asking you to help me. And he will. He wants to. He already did. And so he's going to take away all that guilt and show you that, of course, you couldn't do it on your own. Because you can't do anything without me. Let me get those dead branches off you and get you fixed up and bring you to the place where I called you to be. Let me show you the beautiful person that I see when I look at you. Stop putting yourself down. Stop looking down on yourself. It's Jesus. He has everything that you need. He is your source. And when you plug into him, he's going to fix everything. He's going to heal you. He's going to heal you. And then you're going to realize you don't need all those things that you're clinging to. And then you won't have a God before God. And then only because of him, you can obey him. You know, we always talk about obeying God and we need to do that. And he's no respecter of persons. He says, if you don't obey me, in Romans 2, 11 through 12, something like that, if you don't obey me, um, then you know, you're not right with me. But how do we obey him without, um, on our own? We can't. And that's what we need to know. You know, y you haven't obeyed him because you can't. Because you can't do it on your own. You can't cling. You got to cling to him. You can't cling to something else. I didn't know that um, a long time ago. I was trying to do something he told me to do. And I didn't have the teaching, I didn't have the upbringing I needed to know that I could have asked him to help me, and then he would have done it. So all you have to do is agree with him. Say, yeah, I want to do your will, but I need your help. And when you ask for his help, and then you listen to him, that power rises up. His power rises up on the inside of you. And wow, praise the Lord, you finally accomplished that thing that all these years are he did in you. All these years you were trying to do, all these years that thing that you were clinging to did all this damage in your life. You know, maybe you spent all your money on it and you spent your health on it. And, you know, lots of times we get brought up and things are said to us and we believe them. And our whole lives we believe it and start beating ourselves up over it. And then the enemy just uses that and we're just flesh ruled. We're naturally flesh ruled and then we try to do things to feel better and God is saying that's not going to help 
that doesn't have compassion for you. I do. And I'm your source. I'm your God. And I want to fix you. I want to heal you. I want to love you. Won't you let me? Can't we just take a brand new start? And you come to me and you just let me do the work. And all you have to do is say, yes, yes, yes. And then he's going to give you that life, that abundant life that he wants you to have. He's going to do that. He's going to, he's going to make you happy. He makes me so happy. There's no way um, I could be here today. I'm doing what I'm doing without him. When he told me this is what he wanted me to do, I thought, wow, you got a lot of work. First, I thought he made a mistake, and then I kind of knew that. He was saying, no, I didn't. And then all of a sudden, I knew that he had to really do some fixing. Because I was the person, I was the little girl that stood behind my mom's legs. And I ran from the camera. So what you see here is a miracle. God fixed me. He helped me to see how he sees me. And he wants to do the same thing for you. The alcohol isn't going to make you feel better. The cigarettes aren't going to make you feel better. The food certainly isn't going to make you feel better. All those things kill you. Satan is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's wanting to use those things to do it. And he wants, he comes in here thinking, and, you know, he, he messes with you. And he tries to make you think you've got to have that. You've got to have that because then he knows if you've got to have that, he can talk you into that then God isn't your source. You don't got to have God. And so if you want to choose God, then you choose him, and then um, you just follow. Just follow him. Just follow the leader. Just hear him and follow him. And yeah, the things he's going to ask you to do and let go of at that proper time, you know, he's going to tell you when to do it. If you listen to the enemy and do it his way, he's going to help you to fail every single time. But, you know, just say you're in this big mess. The first thing you want to do is get on your knees and worship him. Well, you want to ask him to come live on the inside of you. And if you never did that, it's not a fancy prayer. You just say, come on, would you come and live on the inside of me and fix me and help me and show me that love you have for me? And he will do that. And then he's going to start giving you directions, one gentle direction at a time. And he's going to fix your life. He's going to give you the desires of your heart. You know, if you're smoking or overeating, it's a desire to get fixed. You're going to say, help me. I don't want to do this anymore. I feel like I'm in this, on this merry-go-round in this cage and I can't get out. And he's going to help you. And then when he gives you a direction, you know, like for me, he, he started teaching me to fast, to just totally go without food. And it was rough. <laughs> it was rough. I didn't know what I'm teaching you today. I was just listening to him, and I learned as I went, and I, I learned that that stuff was my God, and I couldn't put it before him. And so, you know, even if it isn't your desire, it might be your God, you know, I mean, like, maybe you just got a lot of money, and you got a lot of stuff, and but it makes you feel good about yourself, and you don't want to let go of it. He's going to ask you to let go of it, because if it's your God, then what did he say to the rich man? Or what did the rich man say? How do I enter into the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus could see through. He, he could see. And he said, give away your stuff. Because it's your God. That's what he was saying. It's your God. And you can't have a God before God. And then he said, follow me. 
And so God might say to you, give away your stuff. But he's not going to say it until you're ready to hear it. And then he's going to make it so you can do it. So it'll become easy. So many things that he asked me to do that just seemed too hard and took me so long. He got me to the place where I said, God, I need your help. I can't do this. I really can't. And he just started helping me. And, you know, especially talking in front of people. At first, my voice shook. And I didn't want to do it. And I was just like, are you sure? I can't do this. And he just... He just came up on the inside of me and did what I needed for him to do. He made me strong. He wants to do all that for you today. And um, he, he, he does. He wants to heal you. He wants to set you free. He wants to give you life and give it to the full, give it to you to the full. He has so much for you. And I just want to say again, he just gives you one gentle direction at a time. He knows how much you can handle. He knows where you're at and what you're ready to do. And, you know, so maybe you're thinking, well, how do I hear those directions? You submit to him. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me, and then I'll show myself to you. So if he gives you a direction, and um, you're pretty sure it's him, and you do it, then he's going to give you another direction and another direction, and you're just going to know. You're just going to know. But you got to give them your attention. you got to give them your time. You know, some people go and see a therapist, and I don't know how long they sit there an hour. And so you can look at it that way, you know. Um, give them an hour. Give them two hours. Give them three hours. The more time you give them, the more he can start showing you, and you need revelation knowledge to get healed. You need him to be showing you things. And so my point was, you know, we go to the doctor, we go to therapists, we go maybe to someone we know and, and <coughs> excuse me, and get their help, their opinion. So if you take all that time and tuck it away and save it for Jesus instead, you're going to actually have his opinion and his healing, his supernatural healing, his power in your life to get it fixed the right way, to get the root of the problem. If you go to a friend or a therapist or whoever else you're going to go to, you're going to get maybe guessing kind of answers. You're not going to get the truth. And he wants you to have the truth, and that truth will set you free. And he has, you know, he has so much for us to do for the kingdom of God. And all these other things are just holding us back. And that's the enemy's plan. He wants to hold us back from doing the will of God. And so he's always trying to put us under condemnation. And so when you don't follow your flesh, when you tell your flesh, no, I'm going to follow Jesus, and he's going to help me to do this, that's all you got to do. And Jesus is going to take over. He's going to help you. He's going to be there for you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. He loves you, and he just wants to take care of you. He does. And so I just... You know, we already kind of prayed about asking Jesus to come live on the inside of you. If you've never done that, in Revelation it says he's already knocking at the door of your heart. And if you let him in, he's going to come in. And um, he's going to start doing that work in you wherever you need fixing, wherever you need healing, wherever you need um, his work so that you can be in that place, that you can um, live that good life that he called you to live. He's going to start doing that. 
And he uses words. you got to look at the Word of God. And you're going to start seeing how he thinks. And then you can come in agreement with that just by making that decision and asking him to help you. And he will. And, you know, when you look at the Word of God, you're all of a sudden going to realize that he's talking to you. He's going to show you himself. Um, some people say the words just kind of come off of the page. And... Um, you just know that he's talking to you personally. And so anyway, you want to do that. And I just want to say a prayer for us so that we can get to that place where we can see the truth and we understand that we don't have to feel guilty. You know, sometimes God was showing me today something in my life. Sometimes we feel guilty about something, um, actually having faith. You know, we feel bad about having faith in something because we worry about what other people think. Um, so, believing God for something and then feeling embarrassed or guilty, that condemnation um, is something that we need to know and, and get cleared up. We shouldn't be feeling guilty for walking by faith, believing God for something. And so God was showing me that I was doing that in an area of my life, something I hadn't talked about before, which I, I'm not going to get into now because we're wrapping this up, but I will tell you about it. So anyway, let's pray. Jesus, we thank you so much that we don't have to be guilty and condemned over our weaknesses. We thank you that you understand that we are where we are for a reason that either it was something said to us, um, something that happened to us, the evil in the world had gotten to us, and the enemy is just out to kill, steal, and destroy. And so that's why you came, to make everything right, to take that guilt from us, to free us and forgive us from the evil in the world. And so we thank you for that, and we just want to receive that. We thank you that you would start, I thank you that you'd start showing every person here where they need healing, where you want to start in their life. And we thank you and praise you that you are the healing, your power, the healer, your power is real and it's going to rise up on the inside of us and heal us. And we thank you and praise you for that right here and right now ahead of time that you're going to start doing that we just ask you to come live on the inside of us teach us to guide us and go ahead and do that healing and correct us and set us free from all those things that we have been clinging to we love you we praise you we give you all the glory for doing that ahead of time thank you jesus we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name, amen. God is so good, and I just believe he's healed a lot of you today already. And, um, you know, he just wants to keep doing that, so give him time. Give him time every single day. Get up and give him all the time that you can. It's so worth it. He's going to set you free. If you, if you weigh a lot, he's going to bring you down to that size that you need to be if you've been drinking He's going to get you off of that. He's going to do that. You trust him, and then you will to obey him. 
And then what you can't do on your own, he's going to do for you. He's going to do it. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.